Over here at Cask and Crow, we drink misguided spirits liquor. We've been fortunate enough to be blessed with the working man's rye and the white crook vodka up in the studio. Personally, I'm a whiskey guy, so I'll take my working man's rye and the rocks. Nice. I like mine straight up. If you like to buy your liquor locally, go with misguided spirits. to another episode of cask and crow the only show where you won't serve a life sentence for joining the murder i'm your host lord drew and i'm Matty biz and we're back doing an episode on twitch right uh, now our first one we had some problems with facebook live so we figured we'd give this a shot where's live streaming via twitch for you guys back at home listening and we're a little new at this so like you know, <laughs> this okay. is a new thing for us man like like uh busy was saying we tried with facebook and it's a disaster over there, man. Yeah, it keeps dropping all audio, and you know we tried over here, and everything worked out great. So hopefully, you know everybody yeah. will enjoy the video. And we'll see. for you guys listening at home, you know you can also watch us over here. But don't fret because I can share this stream to Facebook, which I'm going to do right now. So we'll see what happens there. But what the fuck is good? I hope everyone um, has had a good week. I hope you guys liked last episode. And busy, how you been, buddy? Uh, pretty good, man. You know, just, uh, Talk just to working, me. you know, just doing things and uh, came up with a new idea. So like anyone who's watched our show before, um, everyone knows that I love comic books and we talk a lot about comic books over here. Yeah, no shit. And for you that don't listen, I've been collecting since I'm 12. I got literally 20,000 comics in my apartment and I've decided to do another podcast. It's probably not going to start until sometime next month. Um, you can actually, I have a Facebook already set up. It's called Comic Junkies. You guys can follow me on there. And um, Yeah, man. Basically, I'm just going to be going into, you know, basically really in-depth character bios and let people know, like, you know, basically what these comic characters are and different from, like, you know, the cinematic universe and everything like that. So hopefully you guys enjoy it, and I'll let you know exactly uh, when the first episode's going to drop. I can't, you know what, I'm actually looking forward to it, Biz. I really am. Now, it's definitely not going to be like a weekly thing because, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I, I don't want to just go and like, you know, give you like a rehashed, you know, buyer you can just get from the encyclopedia or something like that. You know, Marvel and DC do have their own encyclopedias. I'd rather give more an in-depth than like really get into the character. So probably only be one or two a month. Um, you know, the, the longer the character's been out, the, the longer it's going to take me if you actually get there. But, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy it. And if you enjoy it, I'll keep doing it. Yeah. I'm into it, Biz. I'm there for you. I'll and support it. You'll, oh, thank you, sir. you'll be a part of 1853 Media for sure. Definitely, man. Yes. Glad to be here. Are you going to dive deep into, like, 
Like, how are you going to choose which character you're going to talk about? Are you going to do, like, well, personal favorites? Or are you going to do well, at least fan on, favorites? Well, I figured, okay, at least for the first, you know, couple, I'll just go on whatever's really kind of popping. Like, the first one I was thinking about doing was actually going to be Scarlet Witch because of the WandaVision that just started out there. And, you know, she has a very deep history, and there's a lot of, a lot of backstory there that people who read the comics can probably get the Easter eggs and kind of see what's happening in this really weird show that's out right now. And I think this will actually help them understand a little bit more. So that I figured okay. I, that's the first one I do. Um, but I was also thinking about maybe putting it out there, you know, um, you know, maybe a poll, put four or five people out there and let you and see let, that's, and let, let the readers or the listeners decide. That's a good idea. I like that. I like that. So if you guys listening and you want to hear busy dive deep, please uh, join me on Comic Junkies. Yeah. Or you can even, like, you know, contact us on Cask and Crow, and, you know, he'll send it all my way. And, uh, you know, we'll see what goes on from there. Also, I have uh, some uh, some casting news and just movie and cinematic, like, you know, news over here. So, unfortunately, Jared Leto's Morbius that's coming out from Sony, along with basically every movie that they have coming out, is going to be pushed back to 2022. So, unfortunately, that's disappointing. I actually am a little excited for Morbius that, that A, Jared Leto is kind of one of those sick, creepy motherfuckers, and, B, I just think it's going to be a good movie. It's basically a vampire. So, you know, I'm down for all that. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to the Morbius, man. So, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it. It'll be there eventually. I mean, basically, the movie's done for the most part. They Sony's just not wanting to release it on streaming and make less money. That's basically what it comes down to. But that's what everybody's doing now. And I feel like it's not the worst thing. Well, nobody wants... No, for, for the consumer, it's great. I don't want to go to the movie theater unless there's like some big special effects like a Jurassic Park or like, you know, some destruction movie or something like that or a sci-fi movie. I don't need to go to a theater and spend $30, $40 just to walk in and get a drink and some popcorn. And that's if I'm by myself. Yeah, I hear you. So like, I'm fine with people sh streaming at home is the future. Companies just need to, to, to get behind it. But also, uh, Ethan Hawke has been cast as the main villain, or at least a villain, in the Moon Knight TV series that's coming up on Disney+. And they haven't named who the character is going to be yet, and Moon Knight doesn't really have, like, a big, deep... Yeah. Like, so I, I don't know if they're going to go with one of I'm his guys. I'm interested in seeing what that's all about. I don't know if they're going to go with one of his guys or if they're going to go with somebody else in the Marvel Universe because there's a lot of characters out there. But, you know, I'm interested. Ethan Hawke, that's a big name for a TV show, you know, especially for a no-named character. Also from there, um, the actress that plays Nebula has confirmed that she's going to reprise her, her role in Thor, Love and Thunder. So she's okay. definitely going to be hanging out with Chris Pratt because she's also been confirmed so like you know star lord and the guardians just more tying in yeah basically basically um but it's interesting that it's nebula and not gamora so i'm i'm a, I'm a little uh interested to see where that's gonna go or if like all the guardians are there and they're just keeping it a secret mm. but that that could be interesting and plus you know star lord and thor had some good back and forth in in the movies so yes uh, i'm kind of interested to see where that goes and finally, my last bit of casting news over here. Uh, so Titan Season 3 on HBO Max has been, has been uh, renewed. And that they, they've, added, they've decided to add Savannah Welsh 
as Barbara Gordon. Now, I have no clue who that is, but apparently... Yeah, I can't help you there, bro. Apparently, she acted in six of the History Channel, Boyhood and Tree of Life. Now, I've never seen any of these, but what makes it interesting to me, and I actually kind of applaud Warner Brothers I, for this. I think that movie Boyhood was pretty popular. Wasn't that the movie that they did, like, they shot it over the span of, like, fucking 25 years or some type of crazy shit like that? I mean, I remember a movie like that, but I couldn't tell you what it was the name like. Of a, it. I didn't it was watch like a, it. It was like a real time time lapse, if that makes any fucking sense no. at all. It was like, um, I don't know. I never seen the movie, but I remember it being semi popular because of they shot it over a span of like I don't know, like two decades. Man, I could be completely wrong. Like that—that's a long term. Yeah, no, like. it was like the first movie to ever do it. I, I think that's what it is. Okay, well, I, I can't confirm that, but I do I do remember <laughs> hearing that. But but what's interesting about the the casting here, and I can't remember this ever actually being a thing. They she's actually an amputee, so she had an act. She was in an accident, and she lost one of her legs. And anyone who knows the the character of Barbara Gordon, which was Batgirl, yes, she gets paralyzed and becomes Oracle. Uh, you know, basically the information like person setting everything up. When when does that happen? Tell them when it happens. Biz. Oh, in the Killing Joke. In the Killing Joke, right? Which which if you've never read the Killing Joke, that is a classic. Batman Joker definitive storyline. Joker you, shoots you, her in the spinal cord, man. And, you know, that insinuates a lot of other worse things. Yeah. But they, they don't actually go yeah. into there. But yeah, e yeah. E either way, for the, basically for the rest of, well, for most of her comic career after that, she's paralyzed and becomes Oracle. So, But she's still super badass, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me. She's, she's, uh, she's one of the smartest people she, in the yeah. DC universe. She's Batman and Robin's eyes and ears, man. Yeah. And she's even been the Justice League's eyes and ears in the comic books before. Yeah, she's a super dope hacker. And shit, and that she hacks security systems for them constantly, and she's like the eye in the sky. You know how, like in like casinos and stuff, yeah. they got the eye in the sky watching everybody. That's the Oracle, man. Yeah, and she's always been one of my personal favorite characters in the Batman world. And I just thought it was really cool that they actually cast a, a person with a disability for a person that it has is. a disability. Like, it's fucking. Awesome, dude. You know, and it really is awesome. I, I'm, I'm really interested to see it. And, you know, hats off to Warner Brothers. And, you know, hopefully I've never really watched Titans. It always looked a little cheesy to me, but hopefully it's good. Yeah. Um, I never really got into it, to tell you the truth, but I've heard good things about it. I stick to the books. Um, yeah, Titans is one of my, my, my personal favorites. Yeah. Man, so it's I, like, we uh, used to have one up on the. I, we used to have uh, Teen Titans number one up on the wall, but I try to switch them out every now and again so you guys who were watching don't get to stare at the same uh, six books all the time. <laughs> so I kind of switch them out depending on how I feel. And um, Titans was up there, man. So Titans is definitely a favorite of mine too, bro. I mean, they're, they're, definitely. They're, they're, they're basically like a teen X-Men <laughs> for, for the most part. Well, really a teen Justice League, but still. Yeah, a teen Justice League, but I kind of get the X-Men vibe too. Beast Boy kind of gives it the X Men vibe, you know, like. Well, they, and, um, Beast Borg, Cyborg, like you know, they they went through a couple of people. There were similarities yeah, and there. Starfire too. I don't know. She yeah, always kind of reminded me. Of it, well, it's always been somewhat of like an outcast group, like you know, Cyborg because he was always like you know half half human and everything like that. And right, so there's right. a little, there's a little bit of similarities there. They've dealt with a lot of racism, which X Men and Titans have the same, you know, yes. theme going over the years. And just personally, I've I've always loved the characters. Come on, you get to see night. You get to see Robin become Nightwing. 
you, you get to see a lot of character yeah. development there. With a new costume. Oh, yeah. Oh, a couple and of new, new costumes. The first one was terrible. And a new hairdo. The first one was terrible. The first, uh, anyone who's never actually seen Nightwing's first costume, it was so <laughs> eighty. It was so like seventies, eighties. It's like everyone was popping the collar at the time, and he just had an extreme collar that just came up. It was like, all right, yeah, it's pretty hard body. <laughs> he had an extreme collar. He had the long, he had like a mullet going, didn't he? Uh yeah. Even in the nineties, they they kind of had like that long hair mullet going on. But speaking of the Batman universe or mythos, heavy, heavy rumors right now. What's that? Heavy, heavy I mean, I've rumors. Heard one or two, but of Batman the animated series getting a sequel on HBO Max. Like like what? Like a revival? Like a complete sequel. Like not a revival, like we're gonna where it was last left off, we're gonna take off and just continue with their story. Like not a re, like not a redoing, not a revival. Listen, I'm, I'm down continu- for that. A a continuation, if see, you must say, a continuation of. See that that's awesome. BTAS Batman the animated series. That's awesome. Again, that's that's one of my personal favorites. I grew up on that. That that's where my love of Batman comes from. I mean, even other yeah, than no comics. shit, man. I mean, I, I knew more about Batman. You guys know that's my personal favorite. <laughs> Kevin Conroy, you got to meet. Yes, we did. But uh, just in general, like, you know, I love that show, and I would love for them to come back out, you know? On HBO Max, and uh, not a paid promotion, by the way, like we always say. But See, they also have uh, another show. I don't know if you heard about it, but they're coming out with... Um, Basically, I don't know what the, if the title is going to be, but it's basically going to be about the Goth- the Gotham Police Department, and they're basically going to go like you know like being a cop and going through and working in Gotham with these crazy ass motherfuckers and stuff like that. That could be interesting too if they stay dark. But um, I kind of wanted to just jump and um, I kind of wanted to harp on a possible Batman the animated series. Fucking oh, dude, I would love. Se- I, I guess you you can't that. call it a sequel. You got to call it a continuation. It is, and you know what? This is something that I think, especially in like the animated world, this is what they need to do instead of just coming out with like a new series. Like, yeah, okay, I know you want to gear it towards the kids. That's where the toy sales are and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but you know what, man? Listen, these things are beloved. I to have people, some though. fucking guidelines, bro. I'm with that. I have some guidelines. If they're gonna do this shit, there's gotta be guidelines. Okay, so. What, Mark Hamill has to be the Joker? Yes. Like Kevin Conroy's got to be there. two, yes. I, I completely agree with that. And, okay. And we also need the voice of Harley back because that's the only voice I hear whenever I read anything with her in it. It's all got to be the same. Okay? And then you got to, for the third one, Bruce Tim needs to be involved too. Okay? He was the writer and the, okay. all that stuff. Um. It still has to be drawn on black paper. I yeah, bro. <laughs> I need the original writers. Okay, I need Paul to come back. He needs to come Paul, back. I don't know if Paul Dini's going to come back. I've actually met Paul him. Paul Dini needs to come back. I, I, I've actually got a lot of comic books signed by him. Paul. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was a cool guy. He is an amazing writer, bro, and he needs to come back. Mm-hmm. But all right, so check this out. I'm going to backpedal because I'm not going to like. I'm still going to give you guys my guidelines, okay? Because I still have a few guidelines, but. Paul needs to come back in a way, but in the first, in the original animated series, it's not like he wrote and directed every fucking episode. 
He wrote most of it. He wrote most of it, but... I don't know about the director, but he no, definitely no. wrote most of it. Bruce at, Tim at least the, at was... At least like the first two seasons, for the most part. There was these big episodes in my head that from what I can remember, and like you guys can see, I have no notes in front of me. So the ones that stood out a lot to me, like for example, like Heart of Ice. I was, that's the first one that comes to my mind. Yeah, because that was just so, it was Shakespearean, bro, it in was. a way. It was it Shakespearean, was. Like, man. Like that defined Mr. Freeze for at least a decade. Yeah, and you didn't fucking hate him. Like, you know, you didn't hate the character after watching Heart of no, Ice, they, man. They, they made him relatable. Like, you know, I feel for the guy. Yeah. yeah. He's a cold-hearted dick, but I feel for the guy. I guess he, I mean, I guess, is he? Is he? I don't know, man. Like, people are going to start feeling the type of way about me. Because I like tend to side with the villains and all this shit. Well, but I don't. I really don't. But that's I really what makes, don't. That's what makes a good villain, though. A good villain is someone that you can actually somewhat relate to. That I just kind of sided with Anakin, for. you know, and, and all that stuff with fucking Vader and shit like that. But, I mean, look, at that's not my fault. That's Lucasfilm's fault for putting it in that way when they dropped 4, 5, and 6, and then 1, 2, and 3, and... How you know? Yeah, you start to feel a certain way about these characters. I yeah. mean, listen again. That that's what makes a good villain or even a good hero, a good character. Doesn't matter if it's a video game, a movie, or something like that, or even a book. If, if the character's relatable, if you feel something about them, good or bad, even if you hate them, that's a good sure. character. Sure. Yeah. There was so many. All right. So let me just get back to BTAS Sorry. and and then and then we'll move Side on. Track. All right. And then we'll move on. But the thing is, those are my guidelines, man. Paul's got to come back at that. some point. Bruce Tim needs to be involved. The original, uh, the the like the main movers and shakers. Like you got to have Kevin uh, Conroy. You got to have Mark Hamill. Okay, and uh, the like the main voice actors. Uh, I, I get you, but still, uh, they got to come back. Just to add on to you, I to really feel the, the animation has to be somewhat similar, and it it's got to be the same. <laughs> it's gonna be- Everything's gotta be the same, Biz. Well, well, no, no. Think about because uh, the animated series. I don't know if you realize this. They already continued it back in the day, but it had a slightly different animation. It was slightly more car- cartoon. Yeah, it was the Adventures still- of Batman and Robin, and then they yeah. did um, Batman. Uh, the Adventures of Batman and Robin. No, there was never Batman the animated series. It was the event. No, I think there might have been. There okay. was. So there was the first two seasons and then yeah. they, oh, the first three. And then like seasons four and five, they kind of went with, they, they kind of changed up the art a little bit. It still wasn't that bad, but they kind of gave like the Joker like that whole beady eyes, almost beady like. black eyes, you know, and uh, Batman's symbol went from yellow to black. And uh, yeah, Harley had a rounder face. I mean, the art was still kind of dope. It wasn't bad. Uh, and and it was the same voice um, yeah, actors and yeah, all that stuff. It, it was the same Mark shit. Mark Hamill. But it was kind of a, it was a little change of pace. And then they had Batman the animated um, Batman and Robin the Adventures continue where they changed the whole theme song and shit. Nah, yo, this is what people want to see: continuation. Okay, they do the same this the same writers, the same voice actors because we've been blessed to still have them walking this earth right now. Yeah. Get exactly. them to work. Pay them whatever they need to be paid because you're going to make it back tenfold. Trust me. There's people who are even more hard body than I am about this type of shit. It's true. And I, I, I just love the continuation of stuff. Yeah. I mean, we're comic book readers, man. We're big on this type of shit. Especially but, you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Continuity. I love that Maddie shit. Matty Biz loves that shit. 
But they, Matty Biz loves continuity. But but they've <laughs> actually started. Actually, this is almost a trend that's happening because they've already done it and brought back the Animaniacs, mm-hmm. which it's on Hulu. Yes, which it is. Uh, which again, like that's not like really a continuation, but it's the same voice actors. Animation. It was good. Yeah, I used to love that shit. Yeah. Um, but also, Netflix is bringing back the original He-Man series with Kevin Smith as the writer and yeah, director. Yeah, Kevo's writing that. Shout out to Kevin Smith, man. So now, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I used to watch that when I was a kid, and and I've rewatched the episodes, and yeah, they're corny as hell. But at the same it's time... It's nostalgic, though. At the same time, yeah, I would love to actually see the same style continue the story, but with updated writing, with Kevin Smith writing it, I'm pretty sure that it would actually be pretty good. Yeah, apparently he was a big He-Man fan, too, so I guess it, you know, it well, helps. Well, dude, back in the day, that was, one of the, that was one of the things to watch, He-Man. Yeah, for sure. But those were my guidelines for BTAS, man. And if they I would stay, love to see it. If they, if they stay there... I would be ecstatic. Dude, it would be a home run. People would watch. I'd watch. Adults would watch. They'd get their kids into it. Kids love Batman. Come on. So where were you going to go when I backpedaled? You were going on to some other shit, and then I backpedaled on you. I'm sorry. Oh, I think it was just the uh, the Gotham TV, uh, TV show okay. on, on HBO. Um, basically, it's supposed to be set in the universe of Robert Patterson's Batman. Okay, so which, I mean... We haven't seen yet, so we don't know exactly what the you Have know, the we discussed is. this on Cask and Crow yet, Biz? Not much, because we don't really have much to go on for the most we part. We have the trailer to go on. Yeah, but you don't really see anything there. He, he just looks... I think you do. I mean, oh, well, I, I'd, I'd, I'd love the, I'd, <laughs> I'd love your ideas on it, because I mean, to, to me, it just looks like uh, Peter Parker from Spider-Man 3 mm, as Batman. Uh, I hear you there. I hear you. But, and I'm, I'm hesitant to pull the trigger on this. Do it. No, I'm hesitant. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to pull the trigger because it could go either way, bro. It could go south quick. Okay. Or it could be awesome. I honestly gathered from that trailer that it could be really, really dope or really fucking bad. I mean, th- there's no middle ground here, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think the trailer was dope. I, I mean, the trailer looked decent. But at the same time, just just as much as I hated Ben Affleck being cast, I still have this little bit of prejudice as of the the sparkly vampire from Twilight taking over Batman. I hear you. I actually uh, like Ben's Batman. I'm one of those. Uh, you, you know what? I didn't I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to, but I just hated their the cinematic universe. I think if they the trailer looked dark. Okay, now it people did. are gonna have to get past. Um, the Twilight Sparkly Rob, Vampire. Yeah, yeah, and Rob I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance. I'm gonna see his portrayal. But unfortunately, like it's already negative ten points. Like you know? Because of Robert Pattinson yeah, alone. I, I, yeah, I just don't like the cast. Well, no, not that alone. Then I see I see his his look, and like I said, like his whole look there, just it looks like bad Peter Parker from Spider Man three. Yeah, if you and guys don't know what he's referencing to, look up uh Peter Parker Spider Man. Toby Toby McGuire, Spider Man three. Dance scene. No. Look that up. No. Why do that's, you have to bring that that's up? That's what you're referencing, right? Yes, yes. But I, I wasn't trying <laughs> to think of the look dance up, scene. You look, had to get look specific. Up, look up Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man 3, Tobey Maguire, jazz club dance scene on YouTube. Uh, and, and what, look that shit up. What kills me about that movie... <laughs> you're fucking, you'll know exactly what Biz is afraid of. What kills me about that movie is, okay, I'm going to say something that's somewhat unpopular. It could have been an amazing movie if they just would have taken Venom out. Mm. 
Sandman, I forget his... And I just concentrated the, on Sandman? Yeah, I forget the actor's name. Um, But the guy who played Sandman did an amazing job. Casting look was perfect. If they would have just taken the Venom, like, you know, storyline out and just focused on him... Or just left Venom in. No, the, the whole portrayal of Venom was shit. Venom needed to be taken out and done re-over. Venom should not have been in that movie. They did not get the concept of Venom, and that's just it. And Venom never should have been... Uh, it never should have been two characters and two villains in one movie. Not for there. They should have just st- stuck with what worked with number two. But then you're. But then you say that, right? But then look at what they're trying to build in Spider-Man Three coming up. Okay, but they've been trying to do this. Ev- they're trying tr- to build the Sinister Six, man. Yeah, that's tr- not two. That's six. Okay, but they've been trying to do this since since Andrew Garfield, and and, and it just fell apart. Well, Sony drops balls. That's yeah. what they do. Oh, yeah, they do something with the balls, that's for sure. They drop balls, and this is what they do all the time. And it goes to show with the fucking PS5 release. Listen, I'm Dropping balls. I'm sorry. They drop the ball on the PS5 release. They drop the ball on any one of their fucking um, comic book-related movies that they've had. They you, dr- a- a- am I wrong? Oh, you're right, but you are still butthurt about not getting that PS5. <laughs> I'm he I'm is, not. He just, is so upset. He, you, you had to throw that in there. We're talking movies, and you're just like, PS5. Because it's, it's Sony. It's Sony, right? No, you are correct. They you drop correct. balls. Sony drops balls. That's going to be the name of this episode. Sony drops balls. In general, listen, my personal favorite Spider-Man was Andrew Garfield's. I mean, I those liked two, him. Those two movies were good. I mean, okay, I didn't like Electro because, I, I, I don't know, Jamie Foxx shouldn't have been in there. I'm sorry. His portrayal, he did a good job, but his, the portrayal of his Yeah, we've talked about this as well. I like crap. Jamie, yeah. Uh, so do I. I just didn't like the portrayal again, of Electra. Sony dropped the ball. Yeah, but come on, on that and but, Rhino too. What the fuck was that? But come on, Emma Stone as, as Gwen Stacy, perfect. Great. Perfect. I it, like it. It, it. I don't know. I loved it. I just don't know what happened there. Tom Holland. Yeah, he's doing okay, but I don't know. I wish I would have seen that trilogy. I would. I wish I would have seen the Sinister Sticks in that trilogy. If they would have. St- I feel like you kind of had to do a movie each, man. Like they're never gonna get six movies. What to go happened? Back to it. It's never. What gonna happen. happened? Spider Man Two with Tobey Maguire, right? Amazing movie. They introduced Doc Ock. It's arguably the best of the series, right? I, of the, it is mine of the trilogy, right? Arguably, because people say the first one might be up there. Um, you can't argue with that. But then I will argue and say number two is better. You know. And th- what ha- what happened, bro? I'm gonna say contracts, and really, what might have happened is Disney came in and Marvel Cinematic Universe came in, and they tried to get Spider-Man into them. I'm gonna say that's what happened, and I'm gonna say that derailed Andrew Garfield, and I'm gonna say that's what happened. But there was years between Toby and Andrews. It's the only thing I could think of. Maybe there was some contractual, like you know, stuff in the background. Maybe people couldn't do it, and they were like, ah, screw it, let's just do this. But that's the thing that seems to make the most. Who said? Sense. Who said? But like, trust me, like Disney didn't just get into talks in like, and they made this in two months. No, they were in talks for a long yo, time who's to make the, this happen. Who's the person that said, "Yo, Paul Giamatti as the Rhino"? This is a fantastic idea. I let me cast Paul Giamatti, the guy who just painted himself blue in a movie two years ago. Well, again. It's a character that no one gave any thought. Okay? Let me cast them as the Rhino. But they were just like throwing villains against... 
Spider-Man's rogue gallery is so vast it and is. so from lane to amazing. It's it's vast. It is. And it's so intricate in a way where you can't just take villains and throw them against the wall like you would do a piece of pasta or a piece of spaghetti to see if it's done. No, you see, can't do this. But that's the thing. With someone like the Rhino, perfect example, okay? He's kind of and like I think a that, minor they, character. Yeah, I guess... No one cares. So they were just like, oh, yeah, he's a big he's a big guy in a Rhino suit. He's, he's dumb, blah, 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 blah. Is he a minor character, though? He's, I mean, minor well, compared to the Green well, Goblin and Doc Ock, for sure. Well, he's definitely B-list, if not C-list. I would give him a B-list. You know... Um, I would give him a B-list. But he's not the, an A-list character. No, definitely not. But at the same time, he's been there for a long time. He's That's what consistent. I mean. First like, appearance is what? Spider, uh, Amazing Spider-Man. I couldn't give you the exact one, but I'm going to say like 16. Uh, I'm gonna, I was going to say 13. Okay, but yeah, I'm going to say in the teens somewhere. I think we're right there. Um, in, Don't shoot us down, you comic book heads. <laughs> no, please do. Correct me. Oh, I, I, yeah, I want to be corrected. Okay, fair enough. But but just, just in general, like he's been there. Like Shocker's always been the one that's like the joke kind of. Like, he faces him every two weeks and puts him away or something like that. But at the same time... I like the yeah, shocker. Put, play, play that part, you know what I'm saying? But make it... Give him his due. Come on, he's been a character just getting punched around for 40 years, 50 years. I always know? looked at the shocker as, like, the firefly from Batman. Yeah, it gets taken down really quick, but, you know, there, there's he's consistent. He's always there. He's a nuisance, and he's always there, right? Like, yeah. you know... And he's just there trying to rob some banks. Okay, Firefly's trying to set shit on fire. Right. But, you know. I feel like that's what they did, bro. They kind of just threw shit against the wall, hoping something would stick. And then, I mean, they just had a shit ton of money because yep. Andrew Garfield was a dope Peter Parker. And he was. I, I, I wasn't mad at, at his interpretation at, at all, man. Like, the costume was kind of dope, too. I wasn't mad about the costume. I wasn't mad about anything like that. But then, you know, they had the lizard and... um. And they were putting these villains and now, now Kirk Connors the lizard wasn't that bad, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like and, I didn't. And Dennis Leary, fucking awesome. That was almost the the Ben the Ben Parker type of. Uh, oh yeah, of I death. forgot that. Yeah, in the first one, he was and he did a great portrayal. I he totally really did. forgot that, dude. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. Emma Stone as as Gwen Stacy was amazing. Wow, loved her. I totally fucking Den forgot. He Dennis, was Uncle Ben, no? Well, no, he was he was uh Oh, he Captain was uh Stacey. Captain Stacy. Yes, uh, yes, again, yes, yes. Another another tragic death. I haven't seen a movie in fucking 10 yeah. years, bro. Another tragic death in Spider-Man's life that, you know, was yeah. portrayed amazingly. Yeah. You know, yeah. He kind of took over that Uncle Ben almost like, you know, father well, figure he, for a second. When he was dying in the books, didn't he say some shit to Peter like uh he says, like he called him by his first name as he was dying, so Peter knew that he knew all along that he yeah. was Spider Man or some type of yeah, shit like exactly. that. I could be misquoting there, whatever no, the no, case but, is. Yeah, it was it was around that. I, I I couldn't tell you the exact scene either, but right. but still, yeah, basically he knew he was he was Peter Parker and he also knew it was just like he was just pissed like stuff. Motherfucker's a captain, man. Yeah, come on. He's gotta be You're a, dating my a half daughter. decent no. detective, bro. I mean, you know. You would think. You would think. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we got completely sidetracked there. We with got, Spider -Man. but no, but that's fine. I just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, you were talking about putting too much villains in a movie, and we started with the uh, Robert Pattinson, um, yeah, yeah, trailer Batman. for the Batman. And I listen, man. Like I was saying, I'm, you know, we can move on from this, but I'm just saying, if they, if they, um, keep it dark. 
Like, I'm pretty sure the character that they're trying to portray is going to be the Riddler. And the Riddler hasn't been done since Jim Carrey's portrayal in Batman Forever. Which was which very was corny. Corny, but it was... It was good. The whole entire fucking movie was corny, bro. Yes, yes, yes. But if I... See, if I was to write the Riddler for Jim Carrey, I would kind of draw on the, like, remember, what what, what was it? The number 23 or number whatever fuck movie he was in? Oh, okay. Um, don't remember the exact name, but yeah. He played like a like a real psychopath and like number 23 or some shit like that. It was called, I don't know off the, off the top of the head, but... Yep. That's where I would draw on because he was like the Riddler in that movie, dark. And this cat that they got casted now is dope. And uh, if they go dark with it, it could be a really interesting take on a fucking sociopath serial killer, which is what yeah. the Riddler is. I mean, more or less. Let's not fucking paint it. Yeah, he's supposed to like. Um, this bomb's gonna explode and take yeah, out he's a block or murdering whatever, people, you know? and he's a sociopath and he's if a you serial can't solve killer. This riddle. Yeah, I mean, they're all fucking serial killers in the Batman mythos, but yeah, basically. the Riddler can be kind of dark, and if they portray it the right way, it could be super, super dope. And I think that's where they're kind of going, like that dark, um, noir-ish type of, you know? I mean, that, that would... Raining all the time in Gotham City. That, that would be great. You know, I, I also wouldn't mind if they wanted to go along the, the whole lines of, like, you know, Long Halloween. Yes, exactly. Good pull. I would love to see that again for people yes. that, that maybe never read it. I would definitely recommend you to pick up that uh, miniseries. Basically, it goes through Batman's first year as being Batman, or first two years, rather. And it's just, he goes meeting all the villains. And it's very, basically, the, the portrayals in, in this storyline of what stuck with those characters for at least two decades, because, you know, comic book characters have reiterations every couple of years. But this was definitive for these characters for a long time. Villains, mostly. And it was definitely a great read. Now, just to get off comic books for a second, because we've been here for a minute, man. I read something that literally killed me, okay? Fucking killed me. So there's this, this engineer, and I want to say San Francisco. Hold on. Yeah, it was in San Francisco. And this guy... he's taking out the notes. This guy has $220 million in Bitcoin. Oh, this motherfucker. Yeah, I told you about this. This guy has $220 million saved on a hard drive in Bitcoin, but he can't remember the password. And (laughs) apparently this this type of hard drive, because, you know, he's an engineer, so, of course, he had to go get, like, the best thing, the most secure thing in the friggin' world. He can't access it. Yeah, so this type of hard drive, it's called, uh, hold on, an iron key hard drive. It only allows you 10 tries to get your password correct. (laughs) And if you get it wrong after that 10th try, it completely encrypts the entire hard drive. And now you have to basically get some high-tier hacker to to open it up. And if you're a high-tier hacker, you're taking this Bitcoin for yourself. So this guy's losing right, $220 I mean, million. He has two tries left. Two. He said that he literally sits up at night in bed trying to remember exactly what the password is. And I, I mean, that's got to be the bare minimum of what I would be doing if I couldn't remember $220, uh, $220 million yeah. worth of passwords. Dude, even if it was, was $200,000, i would be sitting there like, what the 
fuck was it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, but know, what happens at ten? The hard the this type of hard drive completely encrypts everything. And erases everything. Not 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 erases. It encrypts it. Basically, so, so what now, does that mean? Basically, it means that you're gonna have to get a high tier hacker to open this shit up. Like you're gonna have to pay somebody a lot of money. And where do you find a high tier hacker from? Probably. It's not like you can just go Google high tier hackers. Um, you know what? It's 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 probably you got to go on the dark web somewhere, bro. Yeah, you got to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Well, let, let's just put it like this. I ain't you, trying you, to go on the dark web. You you have to be connected with people that have 220 million already to to know these people. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, layman's terms, you ain't getting that fucking money back once no, that thing gets encrypted. Because whoever hacks it and gets it open, they're taking, taking it. it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's taking it. And probably taking everything else from you too. But but here's like the funny thing. So I did a little re- I did a little research on this. Like you this know. is factual, bro. Yes, this is factual. In fact, oh, by his name is his name is Stefan Thomas. Stefan so Thomas, I pray it for is you, bro. factual. You guys can go look it up. But they've actually estimated that there is 1.5 billion dollars in Bitcoin that has been lost. Oh, yeah. because people forgot their password. These dumbasses. Now don't get me wrong. Dumb. Don't make your password the most easy thing in the world. Not your birth date, not your name, or a password one, one, two, three, or some shit like that. But don't make it so hard that you can't remember what the fuck it is. Come on. It's the most expensive lesson these people ever have to fucking teach themselves or no, have no, been taught. No, no, no. That's co- not, not, not that I'm advocating this at all, but that's like commit suicide kind of like mistake, dude. Jeez. Like literally $220 million. Yeah, it's a lot of money, bro. There's a reason why, you know... That's generation-changing money. But for those of you who don't know, we're, we're in New York over here. There is a reason why in major cities, in high-rise buildings, they don't they make it so that you cannot lift the windows more than three inches. Yeah. And this is why. $220 million. Well, that's one of the reasons why. Well, $220 million. That's all I'm saying. I mean... I, I just... I, it just blew my mind. There's easier ways to kill yourself than jumping out of a window. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe, but, you know, enjoy the ride. Fuck, man. That's, you know, I, I could see this being a problem a lot moving forward. If it even happens. I'm sorry. I feel like cryptocurrency is going to eventually get, like, axed by the governments. Because let's just face it. Basically, have no one's doing anything good with cryptocurrency. No one's doing anything good with it. They're making money and selling it, but the people who yeah. are actually using it, they're using it for illegal things because they don't want the money to be tracked. But that's stupid. Well, that's why I'm saying eventually I think the government's just going to ax it. Every government in the world is just going to be like, this is illegal. You think so? I think so. I'm curious to see. I have no fucking skin in this game at oh, all. I so mean, I'm like, uh, neither do I. It's I'm not like, like I have any anywhere. Yeah, but. I didn't jump on the uh, cryptocurrency bandwagon at all. I... I had nothing to do with that. I'll take my I'll take my money in paper form. Thank you. So I also read uh so now just to some like gaming news over here. Oh, all right. So I also read that Nintendo is coming out with a new Pokemon Snap game. Now, this is something for like, you know, for you younger people out there, Pokemon Snap was one of the first like Pokemon games to come out and it actually had a pretty N64. Yeah, for Nintendo 64. And it actually had like a pretty good following. Like I played the shit out of some Pokemon Snap, bro. And it's like a simple game. Basically, you go through like it you wasn't know, that simple. Oh, 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 well, well, the concept of it is, but not in, the mechanics. 
Yes, yes. 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 So basically, the mechanics like, were very simple. So yeah. basically, you're you're on like a safari, let's just say. Yeah. And all you got is your camera, and you got to like go through some the apples level. and some fruits. Well, yeah, yeah. And you just got to go through and like you know take pictures of the Pokemon on that level to like you know kind of collect your 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 collection. But where it gets interesting is that the Pokemon aren't just there. You some some of them some of them are. You'll see them running like you're in like a little cart. Some of them are there. They'll run across. They'll be in the background eating or sleeping, whatever the fuck they're doing. Some of them you have to do something to get them to come out, like throw an apple somewhere or whatever. Uh, land an apple in the volcano. The volcano will erupt, and then Charizard will come flying out from the back of the volcano, and you'll be able to get a couple of good snapshots of him. I played some. I played some shit at a Pokemon <laughs> Snap, man. That was one of my like go-to games when it first came out. My wife actually sent me a picture of the new Pokemon Snap game. Oh, really? I think she's downloading it on the Switch. Oh, I, did, I didn't even know it was out yet. I don't know if it's out. She sent me a picture of it, it last night, so I, I wasn't home, so I was like, I, you know. Still, I, I thought it was I was like, oh, that's cool. dope. I didn't know that they were making a new one, like, you yeah. know. And, you know, I think it, it sold... 1.5 billion copies in I'm sorry, million copies. Oh, I was in, just gonna uh, say did you say yeah, B? Yeah, yes, I did. Uh that 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 was a slip of the tongue. So <laughs> 1.5 million copies in the US. And it was like, you know, very successful game at the time. And I didn't know this, but apparently, do you know Nintendo owns 33% of the Pokemon company? I could have imagined that. Yeah. Like I think they when they first did their games back in Nintendo, I guess they they had some you know, I could have rights or something. Totally like that. imagine that being the situation because Pokemon, um, it hit the U.S. like a year or maybe more after it came out in Japan and things like that. But um, the shows really skyrocketed it. Um, aside from the cards, obviously, but the shows skyrocketed Pokemon and Nintendo games was the only platform to put out yeah, any put Pokemon out. Yep. games. So you would get them for the Game Boy, uh, which is also a Nintendo product, and then you got them for the N64, and then moving forward would be the Wii's and then the Switches and all that type of shit. But N64 Pokemon in that time was really rocking and rolling with Pokemon Stadium really? and Yo, Pokemon that Snap. Other, that was the other big one. Yeah. And, I mean, so when you so when you mention it, it owns 33 34% of... It makes I sense. mean, it, I could see that happening. They 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 did a lot to to boost at least in America. They did yo, a lot yo, to boost their their popularity. Nintendo is 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 fucking crazy smart, man. They they are. Listen, they they, they, they don't drop balls like Sony does. They, they they've had a couple of hit hit or misses here here. You got I mean, if you're a company but, that's been around for so fucking long, as longer than I've been alive. Yeah, you yeah, know, you're doing something right. You're doing something fucking right, and they're always catering to their. Um, consumers and their yeah. fans and things like this. And the funny thing is, where they never they never try and compete with Xbox or, or PlayStation. No. As, as far as release dates and stuff like nope. that. Nope, they do their own thing all the time. And at first, Xbox and PlayStation always outsells them, but it seems like at least two out of three times, it seems like I mean Sony's always on top as far as sales, but at the at the back end of the system wars. Nintendo always climbs up. Like, you know, it starts out as yeah. the dog, but at the end of it, they end up with X amount sold. I mean, the Wii is a prime example. You can go back and um, listen to episode uh, 13, Game Divers. We go yep. in on every console. Every console. And every, and every game. <laughs> I give you guys numbers and stats and all that type of stuff. And um, 
the you know the we did its thing. That's but but that's interesting, man. That thirty four percent of Pokemon, man. Yeah, no, it, it's a, it's a big stake. And uh, also just a little other gaming news over here. I don't know, but uh, people have been actually really talking about the new Resident Evil Village. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I shared it to our friend Jesse. Th there's actually to my boy Jay. some hysterical memes out there because so far, like, the two, like, big villains that they've kind of uh, shown is, like, this this eight-foot vampire woman with huge breasts. Yeah, like the milkmaid lady. Yeah, and then... She looks like a giant milkmaid lady. And then there's, with the like, big boobies. some goth chick <laughs> yeah, with, like, her. blood and, like, piercings and stuff like that. Not and, really sure what's going on. And people are making memes, just, like, with both of those those characters, and they're just like, I don't know if I should be horny or scared. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the thing that st struck me as different when I was watching the trailer that just dropped, the trailer just dropped, man, um, on the internet. So, however you search the interwebs... Check out the new Resident Evil trailer. It's dope. The, the thing that got me interested, uh, the graphics look crazy. It does. Um, it looks wild. It's a new Resident Evil game, so I'm already all in. Um, but it's first person. See, this is where this is where I actually am interested. Like, it's a different so type now, of Resident Evil than they've been coming yeah. out with, and I've never been a big fan personally, because of camera angles and stuff like that. Third person, I'm not a big fan. It was that Resident Evil always had that die. Like, it would. It was. I mean, I don't really know how to explain it. It was kind of like it love was, it, or, love it or leave it type of deal. Like their camera angles were. Yeah, it started fucking out, terrible, man. It started out with like security camera footage almost, which was a great concept, but it, I couldn't stand it. The camera angles were fucking terrible. Then they went to like over you, the shoulder. Right, when it which got was to Resident Evil. a little better. Right, right. Resident Evil 4 was the first one to really do that. I felt like over the shoulder yeah, type of deal. I couldn't do the original ones. I couldn't do it. But the terrible camera angles is what made it so dope. Because a lot what of people did love it. Gave you, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's what gave you that jump scare and gave you that whole. Everything was so robotic and, and it was, you know, you couldn't see what was at, what was really ahead of you and what was really behind you and to the sides of you. You know, when you're coming over the shoulder, you can see everything. You can, you know, you can hit a, you, you can hit a button on the controller. You could do a 180 and turn around real quick. And yeah. those old games, you could do that, but the camera angle was above your head. So you couldn't really see much. And that's what gave it that whole that's what I'm saying. Almost people like a real life either loved it or hate it, but I feel like more people loved it because of that, man. You know, um, well, it started a whole franchise that's been here for 20 years now. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, um, I, it, I'm excited. What's this? Resident Evil Eight now? What is this? I, nine, I think, nine? I, th I think Eight is correct, but I think they dropped the number and they're just going with Village as a subtitle. Yeah, you could be right. I mean, um, I mean, after a certain number, it just becomes cheesy. Just come out with a subtitle. That's what everyone's been doing now. Yeah, I tagged my friend Jesse. I tagged our friend Jesse in it, and I bring Jesse up because I used to watch Jesse. Uh, Jesse's the Resident Evil master, man. Like, I mean, I've, I've never seen him play, so. Yeah, he's a Resident Evil master. Like, we all have our games that we say, like, yo, I own this fucking game. Uh, if you want to, you know, um, watch me play this game, you know, like where you like a game where you feel comfortable like you, know? like you with uh, with Metal Gear. Metal Gear would be one for me. Yeah, sure. You know, like that's a pretty good um, example for me personally. But um, I used to watch Jesse when we were younger. I used to watch our friend. He was, it was like watching a movie, watching him play these games, you really? know? Yeah, like the Resident Evil games in, in, in particular because he was just so good at it. Gotcha. So, and he's played all of them. And uh, he's like, 
platinum all of them and it's 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 no joke i i've been trying to convince him to to do a twitch stream actually of doing like walkthroughs and shit like that because he's so good at the game i mean if he knows all the secrets he even plat it then you know yeah i even told him you play i'll talk <laughs> <laughs> you know and um but i tagged him in that so i know he's excited for that well, that's awesome resident evil first person shooter style Listen, sometimes you have to change, like even with a with a successful franchise, you have to change it. Um, Assassin's Creed is a great uh, example. They had seven, eight games that basically followed the same gameplay with different storylines. And it worked. People people liked it. But then they realized in the last like two, three ones that they had to make a completely different type of system. And I just started playing one of them, and it's amazing. Which one did you... Did I started you, Odyssey, not not the newest one, the one that's... Oh, set. so you're so you're behind a little bit. I'm behind a little the bit. The newest I, one is Valhalla, I, right? Yes, it is, and I've heard amazing things about it. Yeah, but, AVK's been playing that, he's been telling me. But basically, Odyssey, I believe, is the one that actually started this uh, this type of gameplay with them. Don't get me wrong, you still get the free running where you can basically, like, you know, climb on anything and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. But the whole combat system is completely different than it used to be, and it's, okay. it's much more... Much more. I never got into the I'm Assassin's Creeds, man. I played I think the first you would, one. I think you would like the newer ones. Past episodes. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I know. Like I said, AVK has told me to, but I don't know. Maybe one day I'll jump on board. I gotcha. Maybe. Now, now the, the last thing I have for, for gaming news, and it's not necessarily about gaming, it's about uh, the Xbox system. So apparently people are upset because Xbox just raised the prices of their Xbox Live. Okay. Now, here's the thing, though. I don't know why people are upset. Yes, they raised the price, but it's still a better... Like, basically, they're gearing people, just get our ultimate pass. Just, just, just get it up. Just get it. It's basically so you're saving money if you get it instead of just playing live. So I don't understand why people are actually all upset by it. I mean, yeah, they... What are people not doing as opposed to getting the ultimate? Like, what? what's their I, I options guess, there? Well, they were saving... They're paying monthly? Monthly or yearly was actually only like a $30 or $40, you know, yearly pass for just live. And, you know, that's a great, that's an absolutely great, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, value. But they just, raised it, they just raised it to 60 and that's still a great value. You're paying basically $5 a month to play online. That's, that's really not bad. Well, that's at, what PlayStation is. Isn't PlayStation Plus like 60 bucks or 50 bucks or it's, something it's like that? It's something like that. I actually haven't re, re-upped that in a while, so I'm not sure what it's actually at. But just in general, just do the ultimate. You get so many extra games. Like I, I, I don't understand what your problem is. It's only a few extra dollars. I don't know. It's only a few extra dollars. I've just seen people it. on the, you know, I've seen people complaining about it. But I don't know, man. It is what it is. I mean, I mean, I get it. People are on budgets, especially now. But you get so much more value. So I just, I just don't get it. I thought you were gonna say some bad shit about the Xbox, like the new ones. I haven't had a problem yet. No, no, not, not nothing like that. I, I mean, yeah, there's been a couple of people to complain about little things, but nothing. Yeah, people complained about their controllers, um, like disconnecting and things like that. But that would happen. Any, I mean, I mean, you just gotta. There's always reset the system glitches. and then you'll be fine. And then and it happened to me literally one time. My controller, the Xbox light on my controller was blinking. And I just did a hard reset of the system and I turned it back on and it worked fine. And it hasn't given me a problem since. No, that, that's the thing. People are going to complain about anything. And there's always glitches. I've said this before in past episodes. There's always glitches with mm. new systems. 
But I haven't even had one, really. I mean, we played together. You're you're loading in at least 30 seconds before I get in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're, you're already moving to point, and I'm still at load screen. <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, I've been surfing the Twitter on um, Cask and Crow Twitter. The tweeters? Yeah. Busy, give us our... Um, Give us our social media. So you guys can follow us at Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Cask and Crow. That's one word. You can also follow us. And if you just want to listen to our podcast, you can you can find us on on, on iTunes, on iHeart, on um, Spotify. Spotify. We're on all the major platforms. So just sign up. You can catch all of our episodes there, past and future. Yeah, www.caskandcrow.libsyn, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. We'll give you it all. And there's also links in our profiles on social media and uh, you know Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on to our link tree. That'll give you everything. It's probably the easiest way. Yeah, definitely. It has all the links there. But also for you guys who are just listening right now, you can also check out our, our live streams. We do it on Facebook Live, even though that's given us a couple of problems. No, but we're now, going Twitch now. Right now we're doing Twitch, and we'll be sharing it to Facebook and everything else. It's all up there now. Social media. Oh, it is up there now? It's okay. up there now there on, our, on um, our Facebook page. So that's beautiful. So you can catch us there, too, if you guys want to see us and not just listen to us. But you're welcome either way. Yeah, we got some more members of uh, 1853 Media. We got the Sunday Shoot. They're also on Instagram. Uh, they do a live stream on Instagram at TSS Wrestling. They do it. They talk wrestling and all that fun shit with some sports mixed in. We got the Sunday Sauce with our friend Mike Ragu um, on Instagram at the Sunday Sauce. He doesn't do a live stream, but he has a podcast bi-weekly where you want to get political and hear him go on rants about how terrible the government is. <laughs> uh, you can listen to that. Um, he also has a new podcast called Reckless House, where he listens, uh, where he streams um, house music now, for like an hour straight. I actually uh, joined that last night, and it was actually pretty good. Yeah, if you if you like house and you just want to put something on in the background, check them out there. Um, we're gonna have some more. Busy's doing his um, his own solo podcast that's gonna be coming up soon. We're gonna have one with my brother and I, and uh, it's gonna be called the Grass and Graph Podcast. And we're going to talk about weed and graffiti. It's going to be awesome. Sounds amazing. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to live stream from uh, the studio where we make a whole bunch of music and stuff like that. It's going to be very, very um, interesting. And uh, that's where you, you can get us all. But w where I was going was I've been, I'm new to the Twitter type of deal. And um, I've, been, I've been scrolling through the, through the Twitter. And I follow Elon Musk. Okay. Because he's like the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> More or less. Right? So I follow him. Still waiting him for him to come Iron Man or Batman. And he he tweets and replies to people and like almost trolls people on the internet. It's beautiful. It's fucking great, dude. He like being as rich and powerful as he is, he's still trolling motherfuckers on the internet. Why not? It's fun. On Twitter. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome, man. He's he's a lot of fun to watch. If you guys are on Twitter, and uh, I highly suggest going to follow him. Speaking of Elon Musk, he actually just came out within this last week or two, and said that you know his company SpaceX is looking to send people to Mars by 2026. His own words. When 2026? That's five then, years from now. And then followed up 2024 if we're lucky. Now, so three years. Now, don't so me, three to five year window. Don't get me wrong. This, Elon wants to go to 
send people to Mars. Now, now this sound this sounds like the whoever put out cyberpunk basically trying to give like rid <laughs> ridiculous time frames that's just not possible i was listening to his interview on joe rogan and um it it like he was talking about colonizing mars and he thinks it's possible oh that, that that's amongst the whole many thing. other things that they've talked about on that on on that um interview but um he really thinks it's uh it's a possibility, man. No, no, listen, that that is where his whole company and where he wants to go, colonizing oh, another so planet. It's so wild. And, and it's amazing. I love it's it. So um, yeah, you can't I mean, let him think. Let him do it. Let him fucking use oh, yeah, his definitely. money and use his super smart brain and figure that shit out, man. Uh, definitely though, but but the time frame he's putting out is just so unrealistic. It cuz It sounds unrealistic he, to us. Well, well the, the the whole reason cause again, you know, you know me and I love space and We don't thing. got billions and we're not rocket scientists, brother. Yes, but I did do a little research over here and you got to understand. They have to work with NASA and and other governments to do this. Even on a private level. Who says they have to? Be, be, well, because the you rules. Because you can't just rock, like shoot off rockets all over no, in different I'm, countries. Like, I'm, you know I'm, what I'm kidding. saying? You, there definitely needs to be. And, uh, yeah, you got to file some guidelines. Unfortunately, man. like you know, he's going on his guidelines <laughs> when 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 Trump was president, and you know there was Space Force, and there's this going on. Now yeah. that there's a new president. You know, we don't know exactly how high space and moon colonization, because really yeah. setting up a station on the moon is key to to actually. Going to Mars on a, it's on like a our halfway mission. point, man. Basically, so launching off. It's point. like stopping in Atlanta when you're on the way to Florida from Brooklyn. More, more or less. More you got to make less. a stop. So <laughs> you're not driving to Disney one go. So basically, like you know, you can't go out and put out these these dates and these time frames when you don't know what the governments are going to be doing. You know, there has to be a conversation first. Okay, but. They actually, SpaceX actually just bought two oil rigs, like, you know, basically abandoned oil rigs that are off the coast of Texas. And basically, it's it's theorized that they're going to use these as future launch points, basically. Um, if, if, if you watch the videos that the new rockets that they're, they're trying to, to test and develop. I'm interested, man. I'm so interested in this. They've basically been launching them instead of doing it on like, you know, land. Basically, they're doing it on these these water, these water rigs. It's what they should have been doing for fucking years now. If you want my kind, personal fucking kind of because you know what? If things explode. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't like polluting the ocean and shit like that. But if shit, if this big rocket explodes, it shouldn't be near land. Yo, we know? have nuclear capabilities. Yeah, to definitely. be launched from under the water. It can be done, but I don't know. I don't know how that affects spaceships. <laughs> like, what know? I'm what I'm saying is, they need to stop thinking so fucking one dimensional, man. Everything's like, all right, let's launch into the fucking, you know, let's launch on some fucking patch of land or whatever. Let's well, fuck because that's the way it's been. You done. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. Like. Weather plays a factor into it. Like, oh, completely. You know, like all this type of shit. Go someplace where it's nice and warm and in the middle of the motherfucking ocean somewhere and launch that shit. I'm with you. No one's there to bother you, you know? Yeah, Something goes wrong. You're not going to land on some fucking yeah, people. Collateral damage, <laughs> exactly. loss of life. You're not dealing with much of this. Let me sound like I'm crazy. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. It should have never been done on land with people watching like in the 50s and 60s. Like, oh, we're 200 feet away. You know? I watched the Krista McCulloch documentary, man. And that was so sad, bro. Oh, which one is that? It was wild. The documentary on um, Krista McCulloch. Not sure who that is. Yeah. Go look it up, bro. <laughs> okay. 
you guys at home, I guess, look it up. Yeah, go watch that shit, man. It's crazy. And weather played a huge factor. You know? And all that shit that went down with all the frozen O-rings and shit like that. They couldn't fucking launch it, but they did anyway. And then they all died. Oh, uh, okay. On live television in front of all of her students, man. The first female teacher to go into space. Right. You know, no, 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 now, you know I'm I'm now, now I remember the story. I, it's a school you, you mentioned a name, but it, it didn't click until now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's no, tra fucking crazy, tra man. Tragic story, man. But he, but here's the thing, especially, and this is the unfortunate truth. When there's stuff like this online, there's money involved as well. People don't like to talk about it, so it's like, all right, yeah, it's not really safe, but let's do it anyway. Oh, that's exactly what happened there in that situation. Yeah, and that's happened. They were warned lot. numerous times. It's not. It wasn't a good fucking idea. Yeah, exactly. And some someone was just like, "Nope, we're doing it today." Screw so it. what's so what's the situation with Elon? He wants to get well, off the coast of Texas. He wants to launch some shit. Well, they it hasn't been confirmed yet, but SpaceX did buy the company itself. What did does he buy, want to launch? Like what? Like well, it, it, I don't know if you ever seen the videos, but they've they've been developing different types of rockets. Like yeah. right, right now, like basically, They're, we shoot a rocket up and we basically just jettison it in space, and now we have to build a new rocket for the most part. What they've been trying to do is develop a rocket that lifts off mm -hmm. and then can come back down, like basically lift off, jettison. The, what's actually holding the, the the payload and the people into right, space. Right, 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 gotcha. And then land back down so you can reuse that rocket. Oh, shit. Now, the, you can actually go look on YouTube. They have a lot of videos of... Like a boomerang. More or less. Um, they've had a lot of videos where they basically show their tests. And these are successful but failed tests. Like, you see them. They go up, like, you know, right. X amount, so, you know, a couple hundred feet in the air or something like that. And then they try and land back on this water platform. And I've seen a couple of them where they just don't land right, and then it knocks over and the whole thing explodes. It's all it's fucked. Like, okay. Yeah. But it's still considered a breakthrough because they got better. They get better and better at it, and no one's done this before. These rockets, like I said, they're shot out into space, and then, okay, it's just a wasted rocket and now floats into space or, like, you know, burns in the atmosphere or whatever it does. This is something that's reusable. There's less money involved. There's, it's more, it, it'd be easier to do more frequent missions. Yeah. Would, I'm all for it, bro. So, it, I mean, you can watch these videos on YouTube and stuff like that. It's actually kind of funny. If nothing else, you get to see big explosions. <laughs> <You know? laughs> We've uh, talked about space on past episodes too here, man. Oh, dude, it absolutely fascinates me. I think it was either episode four or five. We kind of went into like, you know, the moon landing and the way we originally it, talked about it was, some of this I think stuff. It was, yeah, yeah. It was one of those episodes. I can't remember. I want to exactly say it was four or five, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely go listen to that. And, and personally, go look up some space exploration. I'm sorry. This stuff fascinates me, man. It's 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 the only mystery that's left to us, at least the way I feel. Yeah. It's one of them, for sure. Unless some other shit comes up, like the monoliths came up that time. We were all over that. Oh. Also, another thing. Just read. So scientists in uh, in China are actually developing some gene therapy. And what? Meaning what? Basically, they're they're trying to manipulate a particular uh, gene that's basically present in all mammals, called Cat Seven. That's K A T Seven. What is that? Um. Well, it's basically one of the key genes that they say contributes to the cell breakdown, which causes aging. Like you know, basically, like you know, 
the reason why your body breaks down is because your cells just can't regenerate like they used to, you know, and okay. you know, it just goes down like that. So, your organs and your cells. And so they've been shit. doing experiments, right. gene therapy with rats. And basically that they've been, they say that they've been able to basically slow down the aging process and extend the life of a rat by 30%. 30%. So what is that math? Well, I mean, I couldn't actually tell you what the, you know, life expectancy is to, between a rat and a human or something like that. Well, yeah, let's just but, get fucking crazy. And all right, so let's I'm say... Sorry, unfortunately, I don't have those numbers. All right. So let's just say here that what's the average life expectancy of a human being? I'd say somewhere about 80 to 90. Let's just call it 80. Okay, so 30% of 80 would be like adding an extra 15 years to your life, more or less. Oh, shit. More or less. That, I mean, my, my, my math isn't complete there for people at home with a calculator. All right. But, then but, to, but basically, that would be adding. That's still amazing, but in order for me to jump out of my seat, they need to um, get that up to like 200%. Well, even even so, they're nowhere close to, uh, to doing this with humans. And I actually did another- Yeah, but I'm in my 30s. We got some time here, bro. Ha. So, yeah, again, I, I was- I read be this immortal, and I was just dude. like, well, what else? Like, who else is looking for the fountain of youth out there? We could be immortal. And, and there's, well, I don't know about being immortal, but I wouldn't mind, the, you know, maybe extending things a little bit. Would you want to be immortal if you could be immortal? Like, if you could fucking, like. Depends. What's, like the, what's the rules some, here? All right. Well. Like, am I immortal, but I still get decrepit every year? No, no, no. Like, on some. No, I'm on not some, down for that. <laughs> on some Dracula. On some Dracula. On some Wolverine shit. Like, where. You, you age, but just like really slowly, really, really slowly. Like Dracula ages too, you know? You know what? I Oh no. What does Dracula age? No. He no. doesn't age, right? No. I think he's uh, like a, f I think vampire lore is whatever. When you become a vampire, that's where you're at. Yeah. So Dracula is in like his forties, right? And just stays that way. Yeah. More or less. Wolverine. Slowly, extremely, ate, yeah, like stupid, exactly. stupidly slow. Exactly. So, what would you want to like? Would you, would you even want yeah. to be immortal? I don't know about that, man. That's a lot of working. I'm looking for retirement at some point. All right. So, all right. <laughs> like, you know. Here's the question: We're we're gonna slice this pie like this. We're gonna say, would you want to be immortal if you could, or be mortal like you are now? I would think. I wouldn't I would like to imagine. Listen, per, per, personally, I I would definitely love a longer life expectancy. That, no, there's, there's, you 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 can't play both sides to the middle, bro. What? I would love to live longer, but I don't want to live forever. Then you don't want to be immortal. Then you're going to say you want to be mortal. Yes, but I would, you know, like a little more time. You can't. Well, God damn it. Okay, fine. Well, who's to fucking judge? Well, then, well, Who, then, no one knows my... when 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 you're going to go. I'm just saying like it's you you have a choice right now red or blue pill type of shit i don't know I don't you know. take this I, fucking I pill here I, I don't think i'd want to live to ever forever you're gonna dude. be immortal dude think and about you're it. gonna watch everyone that you love die bro think, yeah i don't think i could do that. over and over again and then when you re-love you're gonna watch them die too or you just be a regular mortal man See, it's funny. You you went to like the heartbreaker shit. I literally went through, dude. I don't want to work for the rest of my life. And who says you got to work? <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
you gotta work sometimes. You I just went to the. I just went to the I real. Like I, I went definitely to the realistic don't want to be. I don't want to be an immortal homeless person. That okay, would just here's, suck ass. Okay? Here's he, here's the positives. <laughs> you get to see every scientific breakthrough to ever occur. You get to see the future. You get to fucking live your wildest dreams when like you were a kid and you think okay in in year whatever in year twenty x x at whatever the fuck I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna you're gonna be able to see that and live through that. And listen, and I you'll have all the knowledge from the past that you could put through to the future and make money off of that and be I, whatever. Dude, I would love, I would love that that aspect of it. Well, but there's it, the positive. Everyone, but, I, you always think I'm also pessimistic. No, that is the positive. But you, you people probably think I'm pessimistic well, too. But yeah, dude, every, everything like seeing all your loved ones die, being a loner all your life, that would be. And Rough. even when you're not a loner and you and you learn to love again, you watch them die too. I mean, I guess you'd get used to it after a while. Sure you would. I guess. Dracula did. Yeah, but he's also taking out his anger on people by eating them. Not even just that. <laughs> you know? Check this out. He he fucking fuck him, bro, because he could just turn them right away. Yeah, and you got, now, you got you, people for life, I guess. If you really love them, just bite them and they won't die either. So that's bullshit. Yeah. I guess I guess I guess that's having your cake and eating it too. It's exactly what that is. So <laughs> so get it eating it too. So you're staying mortal. <laughs> is that what yeah, you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Listen, man. Again, I would love Fuck, a longer. Man. I would love a longer lifespan. But if I was by myself, like continually by myself, yeah, that would be rough. Man. Nah, I'm taking that pill, bro. I'm gonna live forever. That would be a rough one, man. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I, I, I won't I'm hate forever, on you, bro. I won't hate on you for it, but. Ah, uh, that would be rough. I rock a Maddie Biz shirt all the time for you. Yo, but <laughs> I'd be taking Maddie Biz into like the year three thousand. Dude, everybody dude, will know who you are. But but dude, just imagine it. You would <laughs> hate all the music. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. I yeah, you probably would. I don't know what I would do, Busy. I like, don't know. Why isn't Bruce Willis in this action movie? <laughs> <laughs> what pill would you take, man? Would you want to stay forever? See, I would actually, I'm actually interested in what you, guys was, like what you guys would go on now. I actually want to hear. Send us a like or uh, a lot, message baby. on Facebook. Let us know. Until next week, we'll see you guys. God bless and be safe. Thank you. Hey, you